And uh, we're really, really happy because one of our great friends, personal friend and business friend, Mr. Mystic Bowie, is here all the way, fresh from the studio, running around, promoting uh, upcoming shows. How are you doing, Mystic? I am doing excellent. Thank you very much, Joe Kelly. Yeah, great to have you back in the studio and, and to see you. Yeah, man. I, you know, I decided if I if I call, I might not get a hold of you. So I figured I'd just surprise you. <laughs> just surprise me, anyway. I figured I surprise yeah. you. Show up, and um, thanks for accepting the surprise. Yeah, you've, uh, you know, uh, Shannon sent along a bunch of new tracks. You've been working in the studio. The remix yeah. of a great song, Bundem. Yeah, man. That's all right. Yeah, Bundem. Okay, so tell me first off, Bundem. What does that mean? Bundem in uh, in English mean burn them. Okay, right. You know, um, so the song is uh, we're gonna rake the rake rake up bush, pile them up and burn them. Mean we're gonna if you're not if basically you live in this life, you, but refuse to help another, mm-hmm. refuse to give back, you know, just taking all and refuse to help out. Then you're nothing. You're not you're not much uh, more than bush, dry bush. Right. Dry right. leaves. Okay. So we, we, the song is about raking the leaves pile in a pile and just burn it. Yeah. Great song for today, right? Oh, tell yeah. me about it, man. We, all, yeah. we need all the help we can right now. Um, you, you know, you can uh, go to mysticbowie.com. Also, myspace.com backslash mysticbowie where you can hear a version of Bundem on them. But this uh, CD single has, wow, six tracks, various tracks working with. You, you're always open to collaborations and tell some of the people on some of these tracks with you. Some of uh, the folks on this track, um, you know, what we do in the reggae uh, scene, in the reggae world as producers, what we do is we have one backing track and we'll have as many artists as possible, favorite artists perform on the track. Mm-hmm. And we put it out as a compilation, right, you right. Know, which you know, works really well in the reggae scene. So when a DJ put it on, they never have to change a record because it's just the same backing track with different artists back to back right so right. on this track right now we have uh, one of my favorite artists out of Jamaica his name is Screwdriver you know he had um, a couple hits in the in the early 90s uh, so now he's, he just got re-signed by um, Joe Fraser Records which has been distributed by VP Records Joe Fraser the boxer uh, I'm no, not no. sure I'm, not, right, I'm right. not sure if he have any affiliation with it but right. I know Joe Fraser Records which is based in Miami mm-hmm. He's signed it, so I'm now producing a bunch of songs for him and with him. So I got him to do something on this on the Bondem track for me, Bondem rhythm. And then um, I have Motty Lewis, right. which is a you know amazing artist, Jamaican artist who based right here in Bridgeport, based in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And then Anthem, the reggae band Anthem, another excellent band you'll yeah, never find yeah, they're, they're they're hot you'll yeah. never find better vocals mm-hmm. on stage live or in the studio so anthem the, the guys in the band where are they originally from they from the jamaicans also but they also okay. live in bridgeport okay what right. i'm trying to do is feature connecticut bass reggae artists mm-hmm. on this right. album right. and then we have um my 10 year old daughter who's now singing, Crystal Campbell right there you go yeah Crystal Campbell is now singing so she's 10 years old and we have her I remember when she was a ballerina, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. And now she's singing on your records. Now she's singing on my record, 10 years old. She plays the drums and now taking guitar lessons. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, matter of fact, yesterday she told me she want to um, start doing bass now. Oh, wow. So she's very motivated. So that that looks like solo album, family album written all over it, right? <laughs> <laughs> How about your sons? Have they taken interest in recording? Both, both my son, my 17-year-old son is also a drummer. Okay, and he played on um, one of the my track coming up uh, for the new album, 
and um, my 12-year-old son is a saxophonist. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah, they all they all took to the music. So once they get in the studio, you'll you'll have them on record, right? Hey, yeah. I, I, I actually have record um, recorded um, music with all of them. We all three of them already. So so uh, you you mentioned Bundem, uh, you know, and we're gonna actually get into a track. You mentioned Screwdriver, the bankrupt remix, right here. Yeah. So so Screwdriver still living in Jamaica. Uh, he just he moved to Miami now. Oh, okay. Not Miami, Fort Lauderdale. So Fort. you recorded his portion. How did you do that? Actually, I flew him here. Okay. Yeah, right. he came here, and um, I, what I did to work it out to make it financially feasible, well, I get him to I get him booked to perform a festival in uh, in Rhode Island. Oh, okay. So that right. pays for his flight up. Then right. I just pick him up, take him to the studio. He record a track, then I drop him back to the airport. <laughs> hey, that's it. Hey, Business, opportunist. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you gotta go. be right. You got to jump on it, man. So, so this is brand new music from our great friend Mystic Bowie, mysticbowie.com, Bundem, the Bankrupt Remix featuring Screwdriver. We're going to get into some more music from the CD single, Muddy Lewis, Anthem Band, Crystal Campbell, and also some other great music from Mystic Bowie. He is with us. We'll talk about upcoming dates, his summer tour, Mystic Bowie. And- yeah, we're having a nice conversation. And uh, by the way, that is the new single one of the the remixes to Bundem from mystic bowie bankrupt remix featuring screwdriver right on there so great sounds thanks as man. always you know you've always been involved producing your music and uh what does it take to get all these musicians and i'm sure musicians have egos and at some point in trying to get everybody to get on the same page working together yeah it's very difficult getting musicians yeah, not just musicians. It's difficult to get people on a whole a group of people to do this, to do what you want them to do. Right. Because uh, obviously, you know, everybody think different in their own ways. Everybody want to approach things differently. And um, but for me, I kind of I'm very straightforward, and I just outline to you, to each person, what I'm looking for. You can either deliver or you can't. Right. I don't play around. You either come <laughs> in when you if you're gonna come to the studio. Uh huh. I, what I do, I normally record, right after writing my songs, I send them out to get them copywritten. And I'll, you know, I'll make a demo for the person and I'll give each musician the demo version of it. And I say, okay, this is what, I don't come in the studio, expect to learn it. I want you to learn that stuff on your own. Mm-hmm. When you come in the studio, all I need is 10 minutes with you. Okay. Right. I don't need you coming here <laughs> spending two hours in my studio to, to try to learn the song. Right. <laughs> So that's Just how I wasting your time, right? There you go. So that's how yeah. I com- accomplish right. uh, my production. I get, I can record five songs. I uh, last week I recorded three songs in one day mm-hmm. because I have the musicians just came in and we we hit them exactly as we uh, as we did them on stage. You ever have an instant uh, where you gave somebody a, a rough copy of, of a song and you heard it, something similar down the road and you're like, yeah, "That's my thought." <laughs> That does happen. Um, yeah. But then I always try to think positive in a way where I, I think about it in two ways. As a compliment. Mm-hmm. Right. If you think of stealing my music, then that's a compliment to me. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. And also, I, you know, I accept the fact that there's are, there are people that think alike. Mm-hmm. Even across, you, you know, you have people here. And uh, you could be here right now, wrote a song right now, or write, or draw a picture. And somebody across the, the globe on the other side of the world, could draw the same picture. Mm-hmm. Very similar, right? Something, a song very similar. And so I accept those facts, you know. So, so the, the studio uh, right here in Connecticut, working hard and inviting oh, yeah. people over. So your studio's in Stratford, right? Yes, in Stratford. Yeah. You know, 
I think I told you this. I, w- I was at the restaurant right below uh, yeah. yeah, your studio. I didn't even know your studio was right above until Muddy Lewis had mentioned it to me. I might, be, I might have been upstairs while recording while they were downstairs. Yeah, that, that could have <laughs> happened. Yeah, right by the train station. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Mystic Bowie has joined us, and uh, we're really happy about that. We'll talk about some of the shows. You can go to mysticbowie.com or uh, Mystic Bowie's uh, MySpace page. Um, but let's talk about specifically this week. You're playing the field in Bridgeport. That's in Black Rock, right? Correct. Section, it's in yeah. Black Rock. Um, it's uh, if you know, it's on Fairfield Avenue, right next to the building next to the U-Haul building. Oh yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Acro- that, across the street from Acoustic Cafe, a little bit down. Right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, there used to be a rest, another restaurant. They've changed names. Yeah. yeah. Looks pretty, right on the corner there? Yes, right okay. on the corner. It's, it's, it's actually been pretty, very, been very, very well kept, mm-hmm. um, very well managed by Brian. And uh, they're doing an excellent job. They never charge a cover. I mean, I went there oh, a couple, wow. yeah. uh, two weeks ago, yeah. two weekends ago, I saw um, Cyril Neville. From the Neville Brothers playing their free concert. Yeah, he plays it regularly, right? Yeah, and then yeah. they have Dumpster Funk play their free concert. Right. It's yeah. thing with my concert. It's going to be a free concert. Right. But, but um, my concert is also going to be the recording of the Mystic Bowie live album. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, this Friday? This Friday, yeah. Wow. So Mystic Bowie at the field, fieldrestaurant.com, Fairfield Ave, 10.30 p.m. Get there early. Mystic always friendly, talking with his fans before the show, in between the sets. That's how I get. That's how I get my, my you, get pumped up. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't like sit, sit in uh, your dressing room or your, uh, your your car and come out at the last second. You just no, I can do that. I can do that at home. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Even the festivals, you're out there. You know, you know people. Your band members are probably looking for you. Where's Mystic to get them on stage? Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I get that quite a bit. My right. musicians are like, dude, you're supposed to start singing three minutes ago. I'm like, it's fine. I look at it. You start playing. <laughs> Once I hear my song playing, I'll run up on stage. Right, yeah, you right, know, yeah. I'm only here having fun, entertaining. You in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna play another another track, relatively new. Never run away. I, I love this. Yeah, track. yeah. thank you. Thank tell, you. tell us about writing this one and recording. What's happening on this? Never run away. It's about um, facing your fears. Okay. You know, no matter what kind of pressure you fling, the rest of the man will never w- run away. In English, you know, translation means doesn't matter what life throw at you. Mm-hmm. Are, you know, speaking of myself personally regardless what life is going to throw at me whatever curveball I'm not going to run I'm going to face it you know put my chest forward and face it because life have challenges right and if you re- refuse to face challenges you're not ready for, to, um, to face life so that's what this yeah. song is all about so this is uh, from a forthcoming album you think you know what yeah. I wish I, I just recorded 19 songs. Wow, so you got a lot of records. So it's hard to say. Every time I keep saying, I, you know, I'm going to record yeah. 12 songs to put on this album. And then I'll just, as soon as they're done, I'll put them aside. And then I start recording something new because I'm right. always writing. Right. So it's hard to say which album is what song and, is going to be on. And, and some of the music, this was a few years ago, but you and Renard were working on some stuff, which has never seen the light of day. And, and that was some amazing stuff. So... <laughs> You know, love to hear some of that. that. That's cool, too. Yeah, you know, the way it looks right now, I think the next album, um, the next album that's going to be out is obviously the, the Mystic Bowie Live okay. at the yeah. field, which we, we work, we're going to be recording um, this coming Friday. I think after that, we might end up have to do a double CD album. Right. Because there's just so many material we have sitting on right now, and folks, right. we, we play them live on stage, and right. folks keep asking for them. When are you right. going to put them out, you know? 
So, so we're going to come back and talk about who's going to be with Mystic that night and uh, find out who's engineering it for you, making <laughs> sure it's sounding right. And uh, it's three minutes after 8 o'clock. We're with you until 9 o'clock. The Upper Room with Joe Kelly, Mystic Bowie. We'll be here the 25th as well. So uh, great to see Mystic, a nice surprise visit. We're going to listen right now to Mystic Bowie, Never Run Away. All right, you can get a taste of that by going to Mystic Bowie's MySpace page, myspace.com backslash mystic bowie so talk about the online you know we're always talking about business and music promoting and stuff like that yeah with all there's there's so many different avenues and you have the facebook too i will definitely i love facebook oh really okay um, yeah. as far as personal information is concerned you right. got to be very careful with facebook okay right because once you put your person whatever information you post on facebook right it's gone Okay, right. You know, to, to, the, to all your friends and their friends and their friends' friends. It's a viral network. Right, okay. Um, but the great thing about Facebook is the fact that I could just post to my friend list, oh, you know what, I have a show Friday. And mm-hmm. what are you doing today? Getting ready for my show on Friday. And every single friend of mine and their friends and their friends' friends, and their, you know, just keep going on. They right. all get it at the same time. Right. And, and you still have the MySpace too, right? I, I definitely have to keep my MySpace. Right. So so for MySpace, what what things that you see good for that as far as promoting your music? You know, MySpace slows down a lot because they kind of make things a little more complicated. They don't oh, okay. they don't make things as easy as it used to be in the beginning. They went too corporate. You know oh, what okay. I mean? Right. Back in the day, we just upload our music, and it was easy to just select. I remember in the beginning, we'd select, send a message, and select all. Mm-hmm. So we select all our friends and just send the message and it goes to everybody. Now they cut that out. They want you to choose this part, choose this. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, right. it's takes away from what why musicians join MySpace in the first place. Right. You know, so, so, so people migrate a little more time into Facebook. And correct. Stuff like that. Yeah. For, right. for example, myself, I'm spending right. more time on Facebook. Yeah. Promoting through Facebook. I think than I signed MySpace. up and I never developed the page, but you know, I was on today and I signed up again. So we'll see. Yeah, you got, know, for me, I'm not a tech person, so you know, I'm very limited to what I do on a computer. How about Twitter? You get into that? Yeah, I have a a fan that set up a Twitter page for me, and he um, he met with me, gave me the password. I've never looked at it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I I had it and I deleted my account, but I mean, I know people they're really yeah. into it, but I I just haven't gone that route yet. Wow, so I, I never. I never so got into it. I'm looking at your summer tour here. Um, we mentioned the live recording, Mystic Bowie, uh, the Mystic Bowie band performing. Who's going to be there as your core band? And I'm sure there'll be special guests and stuff like that. For Friday Night Show? Yeah. It's only my my core band. Uh, Renard Boissier on guitar okay. from New Orleans. George Bates on bass. He's from Danbury. Oh, okay. Also, Karen Johnstone on keyboard. She has her own group too, right? Yeah, Strawberry right. Brown band. Okay, right. She's on keyboard. Um, then Scott Liebish on drums. He lives here in Black Rock, uh, Black Rock Bridgeport. Okay, yeah. And um, we have Sister Nancy from Boston on saxophone. Yeah, she she was, uh, I forget the group, uh, great group. They performed on the show here. Actually, uh, she was with, I met her performing. She was one of the members of Love Whip. Yeah, that was a love whip. Yes. Yeah, I, the, the story, is, and you're tied into the story because they recorded in the back studio. I, I think I told you the story. Yeah. And then they went on to play uh, Shenanigans. No, Amberjacks. And they got Correct. in trouble. 
The they, second night about playing original stuff. Correct. They were playing too many original yeah, songs. Yeah, they shut down the, the set. And they yeah. put your picture as the story, even though it, I don't think you were there that night. Or, I, have, yeah. I was not there. Right. I, I was not there. I have nothing to do with it. However, right. yeah. my picture was there as... Dancing with the owner's wife or something. Something like that <laughs> on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you always say good publicity. Our bad publicity is good publicity or something Any like that. publicity is right. good publicity. Yeah, right. So... Yeah. yeah, yeah, Sister Nancy. I remember she she's she's cool people. She's yeah. amazing. She's also the saxophone player for uh, this uh, reggae singer out of England called Pato Banton. Okay, yeah. And then I have Matt Malloy on on, our, on second guitar. He's out of um, Westchester, New York. So getting getting into your band, I mean, you, you've worked with different musicians. We know Kurt and uh, Pat Lavery and Paul Mercurio. Uh, getting into that spot. You know, finally saying, hey, I'm part of the band here. What, what do the musicians have to go through to be able to uh, hang with you for a while? Reliability. Uh-huh. Reliability and play exactly what I'm paying you to play. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> you're pretty strict with that, right? <laughs> it's, it's very simple. Right. It's, it, there's a reason why it's called music business. Right, right. It's a business. And once, once I have to pay you in the end, Mm-hmm then it's really a business. Right, right. And if yeah. you expect to get pay, why yeah. shouldn't you play what I want you to play? Yeah, yeah. If you refuse to play what I want you to play, then you're not going to be in my yeah. band. Yeah, that's the way. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I always say when I'm DJing a party, you know, they ask me what I'm going to play from. I say, it's your party. I could listen to my own music in my own time. So There you go. Yeah. So, you know, like you say, business. <laughs> it's business. Yeah. Man. Hey, we, we're going to give another taste to the uh, latest single, Bundam. Uh, this features actually your beautiful and talented daughter, Crystal Campbell, Daddy's Girl, Gifted in Black, the remix. Yeah, man. You could this is a song, you know, real positive message can really, you know, go with the schools and stuff like that, young girl. And yeah, good message, with, yeah. Which I hopefully my goal is to try to use, you know, add children. I want to have all on all my albums now. I want to have some children singing along, right, or playing along. And the reason why I want to help to boost their confidence in music and try to encourage them into the music mm-hmm. and to show them that don't give up on music because the schools are cutting funding out of it. Right, it doesn't right. mean that it's not important. Mm-hmm. It might not be the main curriculum in school anymore, but guess what? We are here, we're still doing it, and it's the best outlet you can ever find is through music and, and you know, whatever arts and sports. So, so, so this is Crystal Campbell. She's singing and playing percussion? Singing, playing percussion at 10 years old. Wow. This is Mystic's daughter, Crystal Campbell, the uh, Daddy's Girl Gifted and Black Remix to Bundem. You can listen at uh, myspace.com uh, backslash Mystic Bowie. And uh, they can order it, too, through there, right? Yeah, you can Bundem. order it through there. And um, this one is dedicated to Sister G, the soul. All right. Sister G, I listen out there. WBF.org 814 Mystic Bowie. All right. That's your beautiful daughter, Crystal Campbell, doing her thing. That's my princess, indeed. Yeah, so she negotiating for that big cut of the of the record yet oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's yeah. so funny you know she hear her song playing the radio she's like dad i'm getting more airplay than you <laughs> <laughs> that's bundem uh the new uh multi-track single for uh bundem mystic bowie and uh we'll play a few more mixes of that it's 8 17 we're with you till nine o'clock tonight uh have to leave a little early tonight but we'll be back next week in studio performance clifford lamb and his trio coming in from uh, San Francisco, and uh, we also have Mystic Bowie coming back. 
uh, Mystic Bowie will be coming back um, 25th because yeah, May 25th. Let's talk about this right now because I uh, got a nice poster. Uh, Mystic Bowie is performing at the Northfield Church in Weston, Connecticut, Friday of May 29th, 7 p.m. And this is a, a cause near and dear to your heart. Tell, tell us about the charity and the funds going to that. Yeah, um, 18 years ago, coming August, um, I started the Mystic Bowie Foundation, which uh, what I do is supply children, needy children with school supplies, um, all the kids in my community. And they they just keep getting bigger and more popular. Mm-hmm. You know, now folks will show up at my shows and just bring backpacks or books, pencils, crayons, markers, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then drop it off next to the stage at every show now. And I'll, I'll ship right. this stuff to Jamaica, issue it, get it issued to all the kids in my community to make sure they can they have all the supplies to go to school. And um, so the Norfield, members of the Norfield Congregational Church in Weston, who are fans of mine, and a couple of them came down to Jamaica with me and saw what I'm doing down there, meet, they get to meet these kids, and um, get really attached to them, decided um, they spoke to the minister of the church and other members, and now they want to do a, a fundraiser to help me raise money to actually build a, the, a building, a school, right? the Mystic Bowie Cultural Center. And that's right in the grill? It's in St. Elizabeth. Oh, St. Elizabeth. Yes, okay. in St. Elizabeth, which is right. um, just an hour, hour and a half outside of the grill. Right. So so uh, you've been working real hard and had a lot of people uh, team up with you. The mayor of Norwalk's been instrumental in helping you out. Wine, yeah. wine tasting parties, right? Yeah. yeah how's that been going? It's it gone really, really well. And we have another one um, coming up. I'm not sure what the location yet. Uh, in sep- it's going to be in September. Okay. So... Uh, all this information, you go to mysticbowie.com. We'll talk about uh, some big events throughout the summer. Uh, on June 25th, just booked. You're opening up for Smash Mouth at uh, Stanford Live at 5. That's a great free show, all ages downtown Stanford. It's and always amazing. Usually like a Thursday night or something. Yeah, definitely always a Thursday. Yeah, and uh, there's also uh, coming up, there you go, international. You travel, you're an international recording star. Uh, three days you'll be up in... Uh, Chase, British Columbia, and Canada at the Squalox Music Festival. Is yeah. that an Indian grounds? Yeah, it's. Um, I play a few years in a row now. They they keep inviting me to come perform at their on their powwow grounds. Right yeah, after the Indian have their powwow dance and celebration annually, then I would headline the festival and play, you know, the big reggae concert right after. Right following which is always amazing you always like to go up there when it's warmer weather right oh my god you've had some cold (laughs) weather gigs uh, from the past right yeah i love those i love working with the natives americans up there i I, I love working with the natives they actually now three two years in a row now they actually came back to jamaica with me after the shows oh yeah right they fly back a lot of them just fly back to jamaica with me we hang out they stay at my house instead of hotels and we hang out there and just have a great time and it's now it's become a family thing where their kids, you know, come down to Jamaica and learn with my kids down there. Mm-hmm. In return, my kids going to go to Canada. So, so we start now, we're putting together a cultural exchange program. Excellent. Yeah. All, always some great, great endeavors that you're involved with. Uh, we were talking off air about this. This is a huge festival uh, tour that you're involved with. You're also the lead singer of the Tom Tom Club, Chris France, Tina Weymouth and company. Uh, out in Japan, August 7th through the 9th, uh, 10th Summer Sonic Festival. Tell us, man, everybody's got a tour bus. Everybody's going to be rocking the house. <laughs> who, who else is on the, on the bills with you guys? Uh, it's going to be amazing. There's um, Elvis Costello, Blink-182, Nine Inch Nails, Beyonce, Joan Jett, 
Aphex Twins, the Ting Tings. It just keep going. It just, it's going to be an amazing festival. And we each get to play for one hour each day. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And so a lot of my favorite musicians, a lot of my favorite artists will be on the same tour with us. So it's going to be. So, so a big festival like that, 20 plus acts per show. Uh, do you get a, a decent sound check for your own band or just plug in and play and hope for the best? You know, usually an uh, event like those, though, they just, everything is top of the line. Right, okay. You know, yeah. everything is top of the line. So, and we have an, an amazing sound engineer that travels with us, Frank Gallagher. Oh, that's uh, right, yeah. Yes, Long time, he, yeah. yeah. For years. He used See, to work with the Talking yeah. Heads back in the day until right. transferring to the Tom Tom Club, and now he's still there, so. He's out in L.A.? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's out in San Francisco. Right. Now, now, who's the, I always see him running around the Tom Tom Club. He's like the the stage manager. Oh, is that Steve DeParis? I think so, yeah. yeah Steve yeah. DeParis, he's, 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 he's yeah. the stage manager for many, many years. Right, right, hopping around, making sure everything's set. Oh, yeah, yeah man, from guitar technician to, you know, get, make sure, you know, we never have to even check our mics. He'll check everything, and he remembers what it's, everything's supposed to be at the wow. yeah. pinpoint. Who, who's going to be uh, in the Tom Tom Club band? Any changes for, for, the, for the upcoming summer tour? Uh, the only one change is, uh, and he w- he he was um, with us last year also. It's Fuzz, guitar right. player for Deep Banana Blackout. is on right. guitar, and other than that, that's it. Okay, yeah. So Fuzz and Kid Jinsing yeah. on uh, Kid Jinsing on the turntable as usual. And, and Kid Jinsing, the last time I seen the Tom Tom Club, he's into it now, right? He, yes, he yeah, da- he's he, actually dancing and shaking it up. Yeah, he, he matured. He matured a lot. Right. He grew up. He had the Miles Davis. Uh, I mean, he's a great guy. Yeah, great, great innovator. He, he had the Miles Davis back to the audience or kind of an, he, he was, yeah. <laughs> so no, he was rocking it with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dancing with you guys. So that, that was cool. Uh, Mystic Bowie's here, 823 WVUF, the upper room with Joe Kelly. Mystic will join us again, May 25th. We'll get in deep about the multicultural school, the Mystic Bowie cultural center out in Jamaica right now. You know, this is a day after mother's day. Uh, so we want to play. This is the mother's day theme should be, is a great song for each and every mother's day. And, uh, your mom, tell us, you know, your mom passed not too long ago. How she inspired you as far as supporting your musical uh, endeavors? Um, basically, if you try to dissect this song and listen to the words, every word in this song is identical exactly as it was and as it is. Nothing has been changed. Nothing has been, um, there's no sarcasm. There's no distortion of any sort. Through this song, my right. mom used to work in a sugarcane field. She's a farmer, mm-hmm. and she worked. She used to work in the rice paddies, right? Plant her own rice. Uh-huh. So I mean, it's a hundred percent. There's nothing abstract in this song, and you know, she did all that to support eight children. Right, right. You know, so I wrote this song for my mom, and, and you know, she ended up with breast cancer, and um, when she passed away, and they were cleaning her house, you know, getting everything that she, you know, she died, you know, getting everything on her pillow. And stuff like that, getting everything changed and cleaned. Under her pillow, they found the CD with the song Mama I wrote for in her Bible underneath her pillow. Wow. wow. Which, which means yeah. you to, just told me that she, I did, delivered. So she did got my message and my thank you. Right. And she kept it right there. She kept it right there. Every she, time you she know. went to sleep, yeah. So it did, um, I did got it home to her. Right. You know, before she passed away. Right. So your mom's name, what was your mom's name? Beryl Smith. Okay. So this is, uh, of course, dedicated to Mystic Bowie, Mystic Bowie's mom, 
Mama, and uh, also available at mysticbowie.com and MySpace. And dedicated yeah. to all mothers out there and to all mothers' mothers. Yeah. You got it. This is Mystic Bowie right here on WV. Right. That was recorded uh, out in uh, Jamaica, right? Yeah, Tough Gong, Bob Marley's yeah. Tough Gong Studios. So released it on Tough Gong and, and going back where all the legendary music and you grew up all, all around that. And now, now as an adult, you know, right as a star in the business, what was it going into that? You're friends with the Marleys and yeah, man, it was um, it was a homecoming. It was a homecoming because I met you know know those guys from really early age and you know the fact that I can you know travel the world, went back home and decided you know play play this new track for them and they love the track and so we'd like to do it and you know in our right, studio right. and I played I was very honored. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a homecoming to go back into Marley's studio and work on this record. Now, now about Studio One, we hear, you know, that there's reggae DJs on the station and they know a lot more than I know about reggae music. So I'm going to ask you about yeah. Studio One days and the dance hall days and, and what exactly was Studio One? Studio One was um, it's really a record label. It was a record mm-hmm. company. Right. A recording studio. Okay. So all these record companies, uh, record labels, they would own their own recording studio. And so Studio One is kind of, um, for example, Barry Gordon. I have his record label. And you know all those songs. You can identify a Motown song once, once you hear it. Right, But right. it was the same through the Studio One record. Mm-hmm. You can identify. There's a certain sound that come out of that, that studio and been produced by the same guys. So the Studio One always, for some reason, have a certain sound. It's a very warm Motone like sound, right, right. You know, except it's for reggae, and it, it just lives on. It would never fade, right. So, so definitely highly identifiable. Definitely, yeah, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. There, there, I've, you might know this, but the, like I think, like in the forties or fifties, there was like a vocal group that started every one of their songs, like an R and B group. Like uh, they did that song. If I didn't care. Every song s- s- started the same. So exactly the I same. I forget the name of the group, though. I don't yeah. remember either. Yeah. I know the song. I actually have it on my iPod, but I don't right, know Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the group. Yeah. So uh, Mystic Bowie, he's got a big show, a live recording, Mystic Bowie at the Field, uh, this Friday, May 15th, Fairfield Avenue, right uh, across from uh, the U-Haul storage place, 1030 show, no yeah, cover. No cover. So uh, 21 and over, the, right? Tw- yeah, 21 yeah, and over. Free show. And you'll be there. Who who's working the controls to make it sound right? You know, I have um, I'm bringing my plug and play system, and the reason oh, okay, why is right. because I have this sound system built because I was annoyed by you know engineers that it changed. Once you get a sound, I'm I'm believing getting a sound. Once it sound good, leave it. Mm-hmm. Right. What I what I get annoyed by is um, these engineers where you get a sound and it's kicking. Everybody's loving it. It's really good. It's warm. It's big. And then all of a sudden you hear a big squeak uh-huh. because they just feel like messing around and changing something in the middle of the show. Right. So I got tired of that and I just went and ordered a system where all, everything is set in a rack, all pre-wired. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is plug, plug the wires and run them to the speakers and that's it. Right. Nobody touch anything. And just do a little <laughs> sound check before we get the levels and keep it there? That's it. The only thing you have to change in the sound check is our levels and EQs. That's it. Right. So it's going to be sounding right. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> be there. Show some energy. You may get on the record, may hear you. You never know. That's what we're looking for. We're right. looking for, we want the audience to come and actually 
let people know, listeners of the album, know how we, what they were feeling at right. that moment. And, and nobody can ever doubt your live performance. You're one of the, the all-time great performers. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate Sweat, it. Sweating, you know, pounds of sweat, giving your all. You know, Joe, my, my old grandfather, my late grandfather told me, so, you know, instead of going to the gym and do all this stuff, uh-huh. you say you're lucky. He said, uh, there's a thing called sex or size. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, a lot of dancing right. and a lot of sex. Right. He said, you, you'd never have to go to a gym. Right. So you must be getting uh, a lot of both. <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, that, that's the secret to Mystic Bowie, staying young and staying fit. Uh, we got to get into uh, another mix of Bundem, the new single from uh, Mystic Bowie. This is the Brighter Day remix. You'll notice his voice. Another great friend of the show, Muddy Lewis. Muddy Lewis, man. Yeah. Muddy Lewis. I actually just spoke to him on the way here. He told me he was going to come down, try to come down to, and surprise you too. Right. <laughs> I think he's running out of time. He, he's somewhere in the, the atmosphere there. But we, we love Muddy, and if he's listening, uh, we dig this track too, and we hope our listeners do as well. Mystic Bowie, Bundem, in, in Connecticut, which has been going on. Speaking of the, the positive first is Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. Amazing music scene. Go right. over into the Black Rock area, mm-hmm. amazing music scene. Right. You know, between the field and they, they're open to, totally open to original music, original bands. Then Acoustic, acoustic Cafe across the street. Another, they have new ownership too, right? Yeah. I think I know one of the people. There's like three people there. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, saw, I read something, yeah. But um, they're open, you know, to, always open to original bands who, mm-hmm. you know, throw in some covers here and there of their favorites. Right. Um, then Ray Kelly's always open to original bands and whatever you want to play. There's mm-hmm. so many yeah. places in that one, on the, those two blocks. There's like five places with live music. It's totally supporting original original and, music. And I'm the fool who moved out probably a year too soon. <laughs> I tell me about it. <laughs> Time to move yeah, back. Right. But, and then you have downtown Bridgeport, which mm-hmm. all these I play at a two boots and I have another show right. coming up after Japan. I'm playing at two boots on Fearful Avenue in downtown Bridgeport. I think I've talked to the owner on the phone here, yeah. And right. that's another amazing spot. There's mm-hmm. so many of right. that just coming up around here now. It's unbelievable. It is literally t- it took away from Sono. Because Sono had, um, they sold out mm-hmm. in, in Sono. I right. remember back in the day when there were shenanigans, Amberjacks, and all those places would have tons of bands playing. And, you know, you'd have one night where you have an original band, then you'd have a cover band, and it was a f- great mix of whatever. Yeah. And then you had your Sunday night freeform yeah. jam right there, which was great. And now they turn it, Sono turns into, if you're not a 100% cover band playing top 40, you right. are not getting hired in Sono. Wow. So yeah. I don't even bother to waste time going down there. Right, right. How about, how about uh, Fairfield? You you played uh, stage one yes. over there. Oh, amazing. Yeah. They're, doing, they're doing some amazing yeah. job with that place. Yeah, and I, I saw an interview. I was watching on our cable system. You could watch on demand, like local yeah. interviews, and they're talking. They're trying to get younger, booking some shows upcoming for a younger crowd. Yeah, they're doing right. really, really well. The music, The music there is amazing, and they're... The bands that they're bringing into that place, unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Fear you you play with your own band and also the Tom Tom Club, right? Correct. Yeah. You, you should all check them out, man. Fearfieldtheater.org. Right. 
Right. Theater is spelled with T-R-E. Right. At the end. And, and that's uh, right at the train station, 50 Sanford Street, I think. Yeah, something some, like 70 that. Sanford Street. Right, right. Yeah. So easily accessible by, by train. And Correct. How about New York? You've been down in New York uh, gigging at all? No, I haven't been there gigging. I've been in New York more, you know, I'd run down there, do a voiceover here and there, um, you know, just for business. Right. Uh, other than that, I haven't been hanging out in New York much. You got to, I'm looking at your schedule right here. It's you, you were talking off air about, you know, times are tough in general for economics, but uh, for musicians and, and bars and restaurants, it's been booming, right? Yeah, it's doing pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. Restaurants, I'm not sure, but bars are selling a lot of booze. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know how the culture is. Uh, right. It's one of those things where yeah. it's the sad truth. Right. People get down and they drink. Right. And lucky for me, right. people want to dance. Yeah, and you're not a drinker. I'm so. not a drinker. Right. I don't get high on my own supply. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all I do is just basically give them what they want. They want entertainment. They want music. Now more than ever, people need entertainment. They need music. Right. They need art. So right. here I am to deliver. And uh, always great. You're always out there with your fans. And, hey, you're doing a private show. They named the town after you, Mystic, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's in September. I wish they did. Yeah, that's right. Well, you're you're deserving of of a private. Uh, uh, you're playing Rowayton. Yeah, uh, I have a ton of shows that is not even listed on the thing because of the, um, you know, if if it's sold out or it's private or corporate, we don't even most of those things we don't even list it. Right, but right. We have a lot of shows, you know. Yeah. So let's get into uh, another song, which is uh, Sixteen Dimples from the Rebirth album, which uh, from Mystic Bowie. A great, great record with uh, the band The Paul Bears, and uh, we're going to get into it right now from Mystic Bowie. This is called 16 Dimples, revisiting this track right here. Mystic Bowie's with us till the top of the hour, and uh, he'll be with us in a couple weeks as well. Sixteen. Baby. 